This is Rama for Today Radio. I'm going to tell you something. You want to see the enemy run. You want to see him get up and get with it. You begin to talk about the blood. Because you see, he remembers what happened when that blood was shed. He thought that he had it made. He thought he had captured Jesus, the Son of God. And he thought he had thwarted God's plan. Welcome to Rama for Today. Ken Hagen wraps up his teaching on the blood-bought church. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen for today's message. Now, many of you that are from the same era that I'm of, and you that have a, what we call a Pentecostal background, have heard these terms, plead the blood. How many of you have ever heard that? Plead the blood. Well, I'm going to tell you something. There's more to it than a lot of people want to give credit for. Oh, they say we've come to a new day and we just quote the promises and we make our confessions. Fine. That's great and that's part of it. But I'm going to tell you something. There is still power in the blood. And when you find yourself in danger, just say, Lord, I plead the blood. I'm going to tell you something. You want to see the enemy run. You want to see him get up and get with it. You begin to talk about the blood. Because you see, he remembers what happened when that blood was shed. He thought that he had it made. He thought he had captured Jesus, the Son of God. And he thought he had thwarted God's plan. But I'm going to tell you what, Jesus arose again. That blood became a symbol of power and destruction. You say, what do you mean power and destruction? That blood became the power that destroys the works of the enemy wherever they are and whenever they appear. But I'm going to tell you something. An angel can't use it for you. God himself can't make it work for you. Your mama can't do it. Your brother can't do it. Uncle Johnny can't do it. And Aunt Sarah can't do it. But you can. You are the only one that can cause the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ to work for you and work in your life. Nobody else can pray it down on you. Nobody else can confess it down on you. You can't even confess it down on yourself. You accept it and then realize what it is and start using it. Just like you accept a paycheck and realize what it is and cash it and start using the money, that's exactly what you do with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, we have come to the point 
that we have become so taken with all of our revelation from the Word of God, and this is good, and this is great, and we need all of these things to continue to do what God has said that is ours and to do what God has told us to do. But we do not need to forget some of the foundational truths such as the power of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. In all of our modern era, I'm afraid that we sometimes forget the roots from which we have come. And you see, it was the shed blood that give us what we have today. It was the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ because the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there was no remission from sin. You see, the blood cleanses from sin. When we fully realize this and fully accept this and begin to put it in practice in our lives, we will find that things will change. We've heard all about the blood covenant. Yeah, they've been teaching about the blood covenant. A lot of people don't even understand what they're teaching in the first place. And it's gotten to be where it's explained so from a high standpoint, let me say, until it has lost the simplicity for which the Word of God has talked about. It has become something that has to be presented in a high intellectual fashion so that everybody will realize that we've done a lot of study and give them, can give them a lot of verses of Scripture when actually when it all comes down to it and said and done, it can be explained in just a few words. And that is Christ died, His blood was shed, and that blood became a covenant, and it has power, and it has been given to us by God Himself, and all we have to do is use it. Very simple exclamation without an hour sermon. We need to come back to the basics. You see, that same blood that was shed that gives us power also was shed for sin, sickness, and disease. Because, you see, the same blood that flowed out of the hands, the same blood that flowed when the thorns were put upon his head, the same blood that flowed whenever the nail was put through his feet, the same water and blood that flowed whenever the spear pierced his side was the same blood that flowed from his back whenever the lashes was given across the back. And by his stripes we are healed. Yes, we are healed by the stripes, but those stripes, blood came from them. And if we begin to realize that the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ is a cleansing agent. So I said, well, what's that got to do with sickness? 
Well, usually if there's sickness and disease in the body, it needs to be cleansed out and purged out of there and the blood of Jesus will do it. You see, we ourselves have gotten so involved with the aesthetics of things, all of these confessions that people have made up and passed out and then the hundreds more that you've made up yourself and written down, which is good, nothing wrong with it. We've gotten all taken up with making the right confession when we pray. We've gotten so taken up with confession that we've gotten ourselves into bondage. You can't even talk without getting yourself in bondage. And you say, oh, I said something wrong. Just doing, you know, just just fellowshipping around and you make some little statement like, man, that like to scared me to death. And everybody there, hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> and they say, oh, that scared me to lie. Baloney. <laughs> you were making a little humorous remark that you didn't mean anything about. You know, before a confession would do you any good, and I'll throw this in on the side, you got to believe what you're saying. And most of the time when we say some of those little things, we don't believe them in the first place. It's just an expression. In the first place, we're so taken up with all of this that we have failed to realize the power of the blood. I have heard stories where people have been in grave danger. They didn't have time to quote no scriptures. They didn't have time to pray. They didn't have time to make a bunch of confessions. They just holler, the blood. God knew what they was talking about. Nobody else around there might not know what was going on, but God knew that they were calling on the power of the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ for protection in that particular moment. And he dispatched whatever was needed to protect them and keep them from harm. I'll tell you one thing. If we'd begin to realize and know what the Bible has to say, about the power of the blood and begin to use it effectively in our lives, we would find out that we would not have to be making as many confessions as we're making if we simply rely on the power of the blood to do some things for us. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. When you call or go online, you'll be able to purchase the Heart of God package. The book from Ken Hagen, Listen to Your Heart, Kenneth E. Hagen's DVD, Just Know God, and his slimline books, The Present Day Ministry of Jesus Christ and Right and Wrong Thinking. 
All these resources are $24.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Some people ask us, they say, well, how, do, how does your ministry keep running? How do you do it? It's through people that we call Word Partner Club yes, members. that's right. And what is a Word Partner Club? A Word Partner Club member is somebody that commits to pray for us. Yes. And to send in a monthly offering. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, well, I don't have much. I'm going to tell you what. It, a little offering, a middle-sized offering, a big offering, when they all come together, they amount to something. And when yes. everybody does what they can, I'm not asking you to do a sacrificial thing. I'm just asking you to do what you can as and become a Word Partner Club and each month send something in. And we, we will keep this program going all over the world. We travel all over the That's world. Right. And people come up to us and say, thank you for your television broadcast because of that. I'm healed today, or I'm born again today. And you know what? It all goes back to you Word Partner Club members. And I want to thank you for that. If you want to know about Word Partner Club, just go to rhema.org slash WPC. And as we close today, let me say thank you. When you call, ask the operator how you can get this month's radio offer. Today is the last day. This offer includes a book on this week's subject, Right and Wrong Thinking. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Join us next week here on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan for another teaching from the Rhema Archives with Kenneth E. Hagan that will change your life. That's next week. Have a great weekend.